Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. Up. Um, it has been a while since, uh, Chris, you have been on, so I just want to compliment you on your beard. That is looking fairly nice. Thank you. Looking just good. fairly nice? It, it I mean, it's looking good. It's looking no, good. looks fantastic. <laughs> my, my former employer used to make us uh, be clean-shaven, so oh, prior really? to you knowing me, I had a beard, and then I shaved for a job. Uh, which is was a mistake, everybody. Was it because he couldn't grow a beard, so he didn't want anybody else to grow one? <laughs> if I can't have one, no one will. Uh, if you want the real answer, it's real stupid. Um, the owner of the company was a big Yankees fan, so he liked the idea of like everybody clean-shaven and come to work. That's dumb. Um, mind you, I'm a truck driver for a living, so <laughs> like, if you've ever met any truck drivers... I'm probably the most like appropriate of them. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, you're, and it never made sense. Uh, so by the time I was ready to leave, um, I got them to actually get rid of the rule, but we could only keep it a certain length. So I grew it back, but I couldn't grow it out. And then yeah, the last I, last time we've had you on, it's been just close shaved. Yeah, yeah. And then when I uh, left after COVID, after you know, trying to start a union. Um, <laughs> I yeah. went to my new employer, and they didn't give a shit. They just wanted you to come to work, and that's yeah. what happened. That's so good... I grew it back out. I mean, they it's weird when companies like you coming to work. Hmm. Yeah. Know. You know, it, you know it, it's more important that everybody look good and be overworked because there's no staff. That's, that's well, the proper that's, that's way to go about it. That's important because, you know, you, I mean, you've got all these, you know, uh, people that that's, oh, well, if you don't look professional then you obviously can't do a job because you have to look the job before you can do the job you know who looked professional all of the military men in this movie that we watched was that let's try to bring it to the movie what especially the italians the italians <laughs> definitely well okay look okay so we watched captain america 1990 this is a rundown reviews i'm joe that's ron hey we with us today is chris from fortune of comic news hey um now you both have seen this movie, yes, oh, a few times. I've this is this my is first second, viewing. This is the second time I've ever seen it. Two, it still just a few. Bad as the first time. See that's okay. Okay, look, hold on. Now hold on. Uh huh. I enjoyed this movie. Oh no, I enjoy watching other people's pain too. I get that. <laughs> well, okay, but <laughs> compared to the last couple movies we've been watching, being kind of shite. Uh, like, like the last couple Captain America movies. Well, those two indefinitely, but yeah, you know, um, I think I would watch Heavy Superman Metal over 4? this one. Watch I which one? I'd, I said I'd watch Heavy Metal over this one. Well, yeah, um, I do. I might even watch Superman four over this one. I don't know. No, I would not. I don't know. As as a kid, so um, not to date me too much, but I was born. We're both old. Yeah, so, we're, old we're older than you. than you, so she can shut up. <laughs> okay. So as a kid, seeing this movie, I liked it. As I grew up, I, I even when I watched it recently, the what like last weekend yeah. as of this recording, uh, I enjoyed it for how silly it was. 
Yes. That's, that's that makes sense. That's, yeah, because that, yeah, that's kind of... It, See, I was excited when I found this movie because I found it in, like, 2000 and, what, 10 or something like that. And I was like, oh, I was like, look, it's a Captain America movie. This is going to be great. It was from the 90s. Uh, yeah, and I watched it. I'm just like, oh, God, why? <laughs> Not even that, like, I knew about the movie. I, I also knew about the uh, 79 movies, just had never watched them until we did this. And I would definitely watch this before I watch those other two any day yes. of the week. Oh, absolutely. Yes. That's the correct response. Yes. I, I still really wish they could uh, find Steve a uh, place to live on the correct coast, though. There's a few things throughout this movie where I'm like, why didn't you just use the real name? Or why didn't you... Like, we can start with the Italian thing if you want. But like, Go ahead. <laughs> you went full... They're full-blown Nazis. They're in the uniforms. They got the SS symbol. They're wearing a swastika. Why did you move them to Italy? I mean, <laughs> because, there were Nazis uh, in Italy. Because that's where they had to find the Red Skull, who's now Italian. So, I, about, yeah, about that. Steve Rogers, Captain America, beats up on kids. If you, so, and follow me down this logic. Okay. When, when the kid was taken, he was like, what, a child prodigy, 10 years old, maybe? Maybe, maybe 11? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, fast forward seven years. So if he's 10, he's 17 when he's... The Red Skull that Captain America fights there as you a mean rocket that gets... Captain America gets his ass kicked by. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> but he does hit. He hits him once though. He does get one punch in. So Captain America beats up on kids. He was yeah. not an adult. I mean, he was born in the what 1920s. That that tracks. Damn, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my dog is going crazy. Somebody must be uh, walking across the yard. Or across the road from your yard. Well, the front door is open since it's like 70 degrees out. So he's yeah. actually seeing everybody now. Oh, that Can sounds we also nice. Talk about how it's 19 degrees them, here. Oh, oh it'll be 70 shit. before too long. And Wait, then it'll be back to 19 at? for us. He's in New York. Oh, New York. okay. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I mean, we've got the rain coming in, so it's it'll move towards you here soon Can, enough. Can we really talk, though, about how the, how the doctor jumps out of that window? <laughs> And just like, dude, she just like, and fucking walks it off. Like, that is a fucking, she I mean, must have fucking shot the super soldier serum in herself, is all I'm saying. Nobody it, knew about it. That scene reminded me a lot of my least favorite scene of the recent hit, The Batman, where is it over here? <laughs> when Batman just like hits the bridge, tumbles, and dies. But then just gets back up and is like, oh, this is all good. He had that just that flight suit of things. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that he had like airbags on there, right? That's that yeah. how it works. That happened in I Black laughed Widow too, where she, where she fell down like off a building and just like tumbled. And I'm like, why is this here? Why do we have to go through all this effort to have this terrible crash sequence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I laughed at that scene in yeah. Batman when he... Uh, bounced off the bridge and everything but yeah like i definitely chuckled at the the doctor jumping out the window because yeah you're right like she just got yeah. up and just like okay i'm gonna wander off no one's shooting I mean, me she anymore did have a little hobble like it definitely hurt her hips you can tell but <laughs> yeah and then she walked her way all the way to the united states well that's right no different before that when they, sh they showed the mouse or the rat or whatever the red skull rat <laughs> that yeah. was oh man we, that... we call him the rat skull <laughs> that so it was it's silly but like the the claymation of it 
reminded me of Evil Dead, and it almost yes. like creeped me out for a second because I was like, "Oh, this it, is actually kind of cool looking." Yeah, it looks good. That rat looks good. I thought. Yeah, much better then, than the the, uh, the mask they would have Dude. Red Skull wear. Not a scene or two later. Yeah, that one wasn't as he had cataract for eyes. I was kind of messed up. <laughs> that reminded me of Ninja Turtles. Oh really? Yeah. Have you ever seen the picture of the Ninja Turtles where there's a still frame and you can see the actors like yes, face in and the teeth? mouth? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it reminded that's me of. As fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ninja Turtles eat people. Oh. <laughs> that's where they got the uh, the Fre- uh, Five Nights at Freddy's stuff from, probably. <laughs> probably. Oh man. Um, but just to take the the Italian thing a little further too, the uh, the doctor when she's talking to Steve. Even goes as far as to say, like, this isn't Mussolini's Italy. Yes. And it bugged me even further, because I'm like, just say Hitler. Just say this isn't Hitler's Germany. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't have the, uh, they didn't have the uh, copyrights to use Hitler's name. <laughs> well, but they used Nazis. Like, Cap even says that um, what the people that killed Sharon's parents, or, or Bernie, or Bernie? Bernie, yeah. yeah. And yeah. not Peggy. So Bernie actually is. I did have. I saw this was an actual love interest of Captain America in the nineties. Yes, so, but Sharon is the daughter of Peggy Carter. Correct. So why not just but, call her Peggy? <laughs> but she's not Sharon Carter. She's Sharon whatever yeah. her last name was, uh, which yeah, was kind of right. supposed to be Sharon Carter. Though. Can we also talk about how how fucking tiny Bernie was? Dude, yeah. she was like four foot tall. She, she was. About, I thought, she I looked. She you know what? She was. She was just about as tiny as as Sharon was. Yeah, because they're the same person. Uh, yeah, but all I'm saying and, is and like, how she... tiny Steve is supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mean you mean Steve? Did, I, I just thought they could like cut him off the legs, like do that thing like we used to do when we were kids, where you put your shoes on your knees and pull your arms in. And <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's the that's the original Steve Rogers I want to see right wow. there. Wow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I uh. Speaking of Steve, uh, so he had polio apparently in in, in this one, um, and there are two scenes where so the scene where he's trying to go find Bernie at the park or at the beach or whatever, and he's running toward her. But it seemed like just before they yelled action, he was running just fine, and they caught that on camera. And then it was action. It was like, oh, got a limp. Got to got to pretend like I got a polio. Uh, people were watching. Okay. At that point, and then there's a scene later on when. Sharon and him are on that bike going over the edge into the water. Instead of being on the bike, you see them running beside the bike. And it's pretty obvious. I like I had to rewind it. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. That's not good. <laughs> I also had to, a fun little Steve's mom being the mother from Christmas Story and then the general being the dad from Christmas Story. I was <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to yell that somebody's gonna shoot their eye out. Which I think Steve tried to do to a few people. Can, can we also talk yes. about how every single fucking person in this movie smokes? Steve smoked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's I mean, the 90s, man. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, smoking wasn't bad back then. Didn't come bad until the 2000s. Uh, yeah, it cured cancer talk? back then. Right? <laughs> cancer, what's that? Who gives a shit? <laughs> but uh, exactly. can we also talk about how much Captain America looked like Dolph Lundgren? So he looks like that. a fucking Walmart, you know, great value Dolph Lundgren. Yep. But he did like I thought he did a fairly good job. I thought he did he did a good job as Cap as 
Steve, what little parts of Steve. Well, no, actually, we were. Is what little parts of Cap we had in this movie. He was more Steve yeah. than anything else. Um, but ironically, both Dolph Lundgren and Arnold Schwarzenegger were uh, up for the role of Captain America. I am um, Captain America. And that's why Schwarzenegger <laughs> lost the role because of his accent. And Lundgren was not from Austin. <laughs> and and Lundgren was fair. filming. Um, Lundgren was filming Punisher at the time, so now, he now, didn't. Why get didn't they make Arnold the Red Skull? <laughs> Too beefy, probably. <laughs> Skull's not a big guy. He's kind of no. scrawny. Yeah, Skull's got to be that slim, like... He's got to be Hitler. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that... Um, what's his... Hugo Weaving is a scrawny guy. Because he did an amazing job in, yeah. the, in the 2010 one. Or 2012 one. But... Eh. But he's got to have that... He's got to have that, like, average look. The average build with, like... Because he's got to look... Sleek under that leather vest, and no, just... but think about this though. Remember what that rat looked like after they injected it? Yeah. It was a fucking like, <laughs> like you fucking go from this nerdy looking little kid to Arnold with the red skull face. <laughs> that would be. I mean, look, we are <laughs> six years away from him being Mister Freeze. So, okay, I'm looking DC... forward to watching those. DC, you're bringing everybody else back. Bring back Arnold as Mr. Freeze. I would Do love us it. all a favor. I would love it. Um, I want to talk about... So So Steve got, I'm going to say, injected. Really, he got shot with a ray um, to become the super soldier. That doctor was standing right there. She, in theory, should have been... Dude, that's you know, why she made it well. out the fucking window the first time. No, 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 no. That's because it was a Steve, so it's after. What I'm saying is that she should not when, when she gets shot through the chest by the uh, the agent or whatever the the Hitler. Yeah, actually, the guy does say "Hail Hitler," so Hitler is. Yeah, is, yeah. They yep. could have definitely yeah. said Hitler at some point. Um, he shoots her right in the chest and then puts like two in between uh, uh, Steve's body after he you know throws him into the electric whatever and kills the guy. First first hero kills. First death on that one. Yep, I've got hero kills in there. Good. Our, it, uh, it's war. You're allowed to kill as a super. Back in the forties, but apparently not anymore, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Watch the modern Captain America. The first one, he kills a lot of people. Oh yeah. After that, all of a sudden, can't kill anybody. Because it's in twenty, it's over two thousand, two thousand. Yeah. Can we? So we did the other movies together. We did. And uh, there was also that glaring fact that Steve is from California. Yeah. Yeah. And they took they took their inspiration from the first two movies that they had out there, and they were like, "Oh, I guess I guess he could be from California still." Apparently, because Steve is supposed to be the son of an immigrant in Brooklyn. Yeah. Now the Brooklyn thing doesn't come up a whole ton in the Captain America mythos, other than the fact that like everything at Marvel happens in New York. Yes. But it's still just a weird choice to like move him to the other coast and make him from a middle-class family and a guy who has polio. Like, didn't we have the vaccine by then too? Like, yeah. And by <laughs> that one was the third 43, maybe. Yeah. Shouldn't we have? Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure that was the twenties. <laughs> yeah. So that's another weird, but whatever. The, I'm more concerned about the, the California. Like, why are they obsessed with putting him in California? You know why? Cause that's where they were uh, shooting it all at. And they didn't feel like trying to make it look like New York. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's fair. Maybe. It's fair. Um, so we were talking about 
the skinny guy for um, for Red Skull. Uh, according to the let's see, according to the Spokesman review in 1986, Marlon Brando was scheduled to appear in the film as Red Skull when they really? had a different director. Uh, well, that's what he said, but then apparently the director was like, "Yeah, we never actually approached Brando." So because he would have left yeah. and walked away. I mean, <laughs> I, I, well, in the in 1990, was he still like? I'm not gonna say relevant because he still was relevant. Because he did what? When when was uh, Godfather? That was 70s. Was it 70s? Wasn't really? It? Was it that long ago? I think so. Hold on a second. I that was an 80s movie. Yeah, I thought it was like late 80s. Because he did, you know, he did Superman in 80. Godfather came out in 72, Godfather 2 came out in 74, and Godfather 3 came out in 1990. I have a little bit more respect for those movies now. Because they look much better than a 70s movie. (laughs) Well, and there's, I mean, and that's really kind of the point. You know, there are some movies that have aged beautifully, and then there's some that don't. And this is... The the previous Captain Mar- America movies we watched do not age well. This one um, still didn't age. Doesn't well. it doesn't age bad? Like it's not well, sure, but it doesn't age as bad as as some of the other stuff. Like the <laughs> the um, him flo- him throwing his shield and it arcing back. Like that was really bad. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. the shield throws in this were still bad. I mean, and it was it was practical. What do they say here? Practical photography, because it wasn't. They have CGI yet. Well, you so, don't need CGI. You could just, you know, freaking uh, show it once hitting the pillar and then bouncing off. Go to another camera scene where it's bouncing off something else and bouncing back to him. But so you're saying bouncing off, bouncing off would be fine. This is it. He gets he throws it and then it shows the like a frisbee coming back, which makes no sense, especially when he throws it. There's one scene where he throws it. Like a boomerang, like down. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't. Oh no! So it's, it's How same, did that... same way when you throw a frisbee and it slides back like this and then it comes back. Yeah. Oh, is that how that works? No, not at all. Okay. Comic book. I felt like those were claymation uh, animation too, <laughs> like the <laughs> way the shield looks when it's going through, and plus when he takes out the tower. That I think was that's funny. The World War II scene. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like a small tower that they like filmed down close and just did this little claymation <laughs> thing it's too. the same thing they used to do when they sold us uh, gi joe's in the commercials you know they'd run them over there and they'd shoot it out of their little tank like the little plastic yep. dart and then it would make something you know fall down <laughs> hey i bought that stuff because of that, those commercials same and then yeah. i was really pissed that uh, nobody they, uh, you know my parents would be like hey let me can i just use like some of the you know like bro- rocks that are over here or like you know these or that and it's like <laughs> no you gotta quit play doing things like, damn it. <laughs> um we have fun, Mom. <laughs> so that one kid who grew up oh, to, to become the president. We gotta uh, talk about this. We we're talking about his name, Kimball. 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 It's uh, is it John Richard Kimble? Kimble? No, wait, never mind. <laughs> no, Tom, Tom Kimball. Fuck, it's Kimball. Um, so he is on vacation with his parents in D.C. and he's like, super excited. He wants to go see the the White House, and so he sneaks out of his hotel room. With his parents, so good job, parents. Well, I mean, this was also, you know, 1940s. They probably didn't even have locks on the door back then. Yeah, maybe. Hey, look, and the parents, if your the parents drank out, themselves to sleep, so. Exactly. And if your kid wasn't outside playing, he wasn't a real fucking kid. He was a little fucking nerd, all right? Okay. But yeah. the he he goes to the White House and starts taking the pictures. And then 
gets turns shot around because and, he's a spy. Oh, well, that. But um, <laughs> he turns around and there is this rocket with Captain America on it. Going slow enough where he was able to see it and get a picture. He zoomed in. I don't know what 1940s camera that kid had, but to zoom in that close to get a picture of Cap's face. Hey, well, it, it, was, it was one he, of those. He becomes uh, president, so you know his family's rich. Yeah, oh, fair, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> Speaking of, did you guys, I'm sure you guys probably didn't because you didn't care, but did you see all the newspapers and when they uh, they showed the like, it'd be words? Like, yeah, it was like uh, him being like uh, the mayor of a town, and then like Congress yes. But did you did you by chance pause it and read the article itself? No, because no. it was the same paragraphs every single newspaper. So for thirty <laughs> years, this ex let's see, the wife of an ex padre got arrested and jailed because she didn't want to watch her kids. For forty years, the same exact word, and I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Okay. But see, what pissed me off about all those news articles is it never talks about when he was a uh, cop in Beverly Hills. It never talks about when he ran the COP program in Detroit. See, and... here's the thing. I'm pretty sure if he had Ed 209, he wouldn't have got <laughs> captured by, by Red Skull. <laughs> so, yeah, when I, saw so... Who, when I saw who was playing, I'm like, wait, I know this. How do I know that guy? The funniest part of that to me is... So after he sees Captain America and he goes to his little friend. Yeah. Who know, was played the, by Ned Beatty's son, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so well, every sense. every rich kid has to have the chubby friend that wants to be a journalist. Of course. <laughs> Naturally. That kid grows up to be a less bombastic version of Alex Jones. <laughs> If you watch I mean, him in those first couple scenes, all he's talking about are conspiracy theories. Number one being the existence of Captain America. Because in this timeline, nobody knew Captain America existed except for the government. Cap yeah. was alive for like two days. Like yes, the, the, the Captain America persona was there for, well, no, a little bit longer because he was in a coma for like a week or something. Yeah. But, but he, yeah. The kid literally, or when he becomes an adult in the 90s, he literally is sitting there at this newsroom for God knows what news organization, the Gazette or something, and is just spouting, yeah, spouting out conspiracy theories left and right. And even when he figures out the cap thing is real, he's still like got all these government documents that he's going behind. And I'm just yeah. sitting like, of course, the president is best friends with Alex Jones. <laughs> I mean, it was 90, 93. That would have been Bush. Then the, no, wait, that, when, would that would be Clinton, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but speaking of the government files, so in the very beginning, they say that they didn't know who, that they, the only people who knew who Captain America was, was this one general and the doctor. The doctor's mm-hmm. dead. Nice. And so then it was just the general. But they're going to have an envelope with his name, address, everything in this government file. So a lot more people knew who Captain America no, no, was. No, no, look, those two wrote it down, put it in the envelope, and they're like, hey, it was a letter. Look at this. No, it was a letter. Like it was a, I think Bernie sent to Oh, him. that's right. That's yeah. right. So like come on. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? Um 
Uh, can we also talk about how when they do find Captain America and he's frozen, he literally Encino mans his way out of the ice cube that he's in and then just walks all the way to fucking America? Yeah, he walks through through Kenyatta to go all the way to America. So, uh, but speaking of that, like he, his hand was out of the ice, out of the snow for 30 years and nobody saw it. Well, not all. to mention that, but you know, also the, 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 the rocket didn't eat it. Um, that or the rocket that missed Washington D.C. missed the Capitol building, flew all the way to Alaska, which is so far away on the other side of the country. How, how far away is it? So far away. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, there are some unbelievable things. Him knocking the wing off. Of the um, the rocket, so that it changes the trajectory. It's believable, but not when it's three feet in front of the kid and in front of the White House. Um, Red Skull chopping off his own hand is believable, but not in ten seconds. Well, and with one swipe. No, he actually. I think he kind of like solved it a little bit. No, because he was going to cut off Captain America's hand. He was going to stab. He was going to cut Captain America, and Captain America pulled his hand back, and that was when he cut off his own arm. Oh, really? I thought he was yeah. trying to... Okay. Well, then, my bad. That being said, his reaction to uh, being thawed out and thinking it was, like, just a week or something... Yeah. ...is more believable than the MCU version, where Cap gets up and is like, Oh, man, it's the future, guys. Well, no, no, no. Let's go he, he fight Loki. Was, <laughs> he didn't think it was the future. Uh, in, in the new one, he didn't think it was the future. He thought that they were trying to fucking trick him because they had the radio station playing a game that he had already been at. They were trying to ease yeah. him into the time period. They were trying to ease him in, yeah. But yeah. I really but did he... think it was funny, though, how uh, the the recorder was Japanese, the car was German, and he's like, oh, yeah, this guy's a piece of shiza. <laughs> <laughs> yep, totally totally believable that that you're not a Nazi. Would that just well, make him a Z if he's not a Nazi? Because oh, that's Jesus. a double negative. That was also the first occurrence of my favorite bit in this movie. Can you please pull over? I think I'm going to be sick. Yeah! So I wrote down that Cap is a dick and a thief because he stole... Not only did he steal um, Sam's car, Ned Beatty's car, but also his life's work, I guess. To be fair, he apparently thought the white guy was Japanese. Uh, yeah. Well, something. But then he's also a dick later when he does the same thing to Sharon yeah. while in Italy. And at least Sharon, like, like fuck off, you ain't doing that to me. And, like, followed him. Yeah. And when it happened the first time, I was like, this is stupid. But then when they went back to it at the end of the movie, I was like, why Why did we call back to this moment? <laughs> can, can, hey, how about, how about we do get help? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so out of curiosity, now I know, Ron, you watched it on YouTube. I watched it on my DVD and my Blu-ray. Uh, Chris, how did you watch this? I ended up watching it on YouTube because all okay. my stuff's still packed away and my DVD is God knows where. And that's fair. No. Did you guys have subtitles on? Yes, but I still didn't yes. give you any of what they were saying in like the first, like, what? 20 minutes of the movie that when they kill yeah. his family or whatever okay. yeah it gave like little portions of it for me yeah. like weird moments where it's like yeah. yeah well like and then okay so where they're in italy where well cap and, and sharon are in italy they're talking to that one couple and there's only like three lines but the couple themselves say like five different pieces of dialogue 
I'm like, they why couldn't are... get a translator for it, so they just had to guess at what they were saying. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I, I just that it that bugged me. That bugged me because I'm not saying you have to have like a, a translator or or subtitles, but if you're gonna do it do for it all some, or do none of it. exactly, exactly. That, yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Um, I'm, can we also I'm talk also... about? How... Oh, good. I'm sorry. As as a spoiled American, I'm of the mind that like just give me a bad accent and speak English, <laughs> <laughs> like the Red Skull, for example. Yeah, it just I don't know. It. I'm also. Are you guys anime fans at all? Yep. Okay, so Some. I'm yeah. I'm the worst anime fan because I'm a dub, not sub. I would rather them just speak English and have bad voice acting. See, because I'm lazy. I'm, yeah, I used to be that way until I realized that they changed so many of the lines to where like some of the things they say don't make sense, and it makes it sound even more dumb when it's in English than it is when it's in Japanese, and you have to read it. No. I feel they've like there's some companies like Funimation does a really good job with translations. Usually, usually, do they? Um, do you speak Japanese? Do you know? <laughs> when I. Hmm. <laughs> I dabble. Yeah. <laughs> I know Nakama. I know that much. Thank you, One Piece. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just... I don't... I've watched plenty of movies with subtitles. I don't mind it too much. But if I have a choice, just give me a bad accent and speak English. Just yeah. make my life a little bit easier. I'm a spoiled, fat, rich American. Not rich, but no. spoiled, fat American. <laughs> I know when I take... Uh, I've, I've taken my kids to see some anime movies in the theater... And we, ch- I usually choose the dub version only because my 11-year-old can't read the subtitles quick enough sometimes. Yeah. So, And I can't, in the movie theater, I can't really pause it and be like, all right, read it. Let's go. Come on. We got we to get going. It's funny, though. When I play video games, though, it's the opposite. I don't want to hear the voice actors. <laughs> Just give me and the I subtitles think, and shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, and that, that's from growing up playing like Final Fantasy and shit and just being ah, like, that okay, makes sense. Just, you know, reading them real fast. That makes sense. Uh, Let's see here. So can we also talk about how... Now, Captain America takes this trip from uh, Alaska to uh, the United States, and he's going through Canada. And it just so happens that uh, um, Ned and the uh, Italians find Cap at the same time. The fact that they find him at all is completely fascinating, because he is traveling through the woods this whole time, right? No. Yeah. And they just happen to fly by and be like, oh, he's down there. We'd better drop off our motorcycles and chase him. Well, he is in a giant blue or red, white, and blue suit. That kind of sticks out. Yeah, but, okay, if I were to throw um, one of those little toy shields into uh, your yard, and your yard is, you know, like, 10 inches long. How long is it going to take you to find that shield? A long time. Exactly. But Maybe. they had fucking precision, like, down to the fucking, like, oh, yes, he, he must be right here. According to our uh, trajectory and according to his normal uh, uh, pattern of movement, you know, he's going to be right here. The, the Italians, I can kind of get behind. Like, as we find out later, Red Skull is this shady businessman that's working behind the scenes to run the global population. He's basically the Illuminati. Had had <laughs> JFK killed, RFK killed, yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. killed. 
Apparently just, Elvis killed well. I, I don't know. Yeah, I just keep coming back to, I think this is also written by Alex Jones, because I just get a lot of vibes from what he was talking about. <laughs> but, so I at least, I can get behind that, but some random reporter dude who has like a file that says this guy's real, he was able to find him without the internet. This is 1990. Yeah. So without the internet, without cell phones, I, if they're, they're definitely were satellites, but... It's not like you had Google Earth that you could look up or anything. But look, he's a reporter. They know things. They have hunches, you know? Oh, yeah. If he, but if okay. he really, really had a hunch, he would have not brought his, you know, uh, foreign car and his foreign walkie-talkie or recorder, I mean. <laughs> For, well, it's 1990. Everything was made – everything cheap was made foreign. And people bought things cheap because we're still a cheap country. Uh, I was going to say, you up. say that as if it's changed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it hasn't. Um, I, so I want to touch on, so, so the plot is they capture the president and they're going to, uh, basically, uh, uh, not my brainwash him, him, brainwash him. Uh, so then the red skull is going to be basically running the United States of America. Obviously that gets interrupted. Um, and so during the escape event, Cap is facing off against Red Hood. Or, n- nope, Red Skull. Red Hood, really? Red Hood, Damn. yeah, he's facing off against Red Hood. Uh, face off against Red Skull, and some guy pops up behind him and goes to shoot him. Now, Cap throws his shield at the guy. Then the president takes aim at the guy, and they get a little fight. I want to point out, though, that the president does a John Walker on this guy, and he is the first person to kill somebody with a shield. <laughs> Before John Walker did in Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> yep. Okay. If I, I believe, <laughs> if I believe for one second that any president in my lifetime could do what this man did, well, I would gladly that. vote for them. Because <laughs> at least I know that they can take He's, care of themselves right? and they have some balls. Right. President <laughs> was like... 30 years younger than any president we've ever had since I've been alive. So That's also correct. Step up, <laughs> Gen X. <laughs> I mean, we'll get there eventually, maybe. Probably no, not. No, we won't. Um, All the old people can... are still alive. We can't get them killed off fast enough, and they keep voting yeah, people into office. We're working on it slowly. Before we get too far in, though, the first appearance of Red Skull in the 90s. He's still wearing the mask, but they put makeup over it? Apparently it was... From what they said in the film, he had plastic surgery done. Yeah. And now and he has hair. Yes. Which made me just like, what? Okay. Which, if you didn't know he was Italian yet, it's slicked back very stereotypically. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. The second, I think uh, I messaged you as I was watching it, and the second he popped up, and had the slick back hair is when I just texted you or yeah messaged yeah. you and said the Red Skull is exquisite in yep. this movie. And I'm like, oh man, I'm looking forward because this, <laughs> like I said, this is the first time seeing it. It was fun. I had fun. This was a good like it was. It's not a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but okay. I had fun. One yeah. other thing that I, this, I definitely I, let me look, okay, before you say that. Let me put yeah. it this way: this is probably going to be the better of the two comic book movies I'm watching this week. Okay. What else are you watching? I'm going to see Morbius tomorrow. 
Oh God. That's I'm going as well, and I agree with that okay. statement. Okay. I actually I forgot, <laughs> that mo- I forgot that movie was a real thing. I just thought it was like a fever dream nightmare. Nope, it's happening. I'm not even convinced it's really coming out because the release date is April 1st. So. <laughs> See, I'm seeing it on a Thursday, so... So am I. So yeah. it definitely is going to be coming out. Oh, man, but, yeah. Uh, so when, when they're trying to figure out who the Red Skull is so they can get an upper hand on him because apparently he's using the same name that he used as a child. Um, Maybe? Or that Did he was he? born with. Uh, when they're oh, looking yeah. for the doctor's notes to find out who the Red Skull actually is. Because nobody knows who the kid is. Yeah. Except for the doctor. So That whole subplot just confused me. Right? So they're like, oh, you know what? It's probably hidden somewhere where nobody else will find it. So they go to this government facility that was definitely on the books. And it's not like in like some secret compartment in the wall. It is in the top fucking drawer of her fucking workstation. Well, it also seemed like they... Um, brand new? <laughs> well, no, not brand new. Like, after... After she died and Cap was in a coma, they just up and left. Like they yeah. they, they left. They I expected I expected her body to still be on the ground when they walked down there. <laughs> it would have been, but the rats ate it. No, oh, okay. fucked up with that. Oh, no, wait, they a skeleton on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then they have it too because you have you have her on the ground, and then you have the guy that Cap killed, like be that got electrocuted, still on the ground. Like I would love to. Have, like I thought that was both was going to be there. I also thought there at the end. When Cap is getting ready to throw his shield at uh, Red Skull's daughter, after the Red Skull goes flailing off of the edge, which we'll t- I want to talk about that here in a second, but like I kind of thought he's gonna throw the shield at her and like decapitate her for a second. I don't know why it just popped in my head. But um, uh, yeah. yeah, so this is probably going back to Red Skull dying the best of our body dummy flailings that we've seen on this show. Uh, this is our fifth or sixth one. Um, notable notable ones were uh, Sheena, the queen of the jungle, when the one the one lady uh, got thrown out of the helicopter. Yeah. Um, Superman versus the Mole Men. Yeah, the bridge. Yep. Um, there was, was it Superman 3, I think? Maybe Superman 2? I can't remember which. Like, we had a couple other ones, but this is probably the best one. Out of all of them, I, I have to say, and it was just—it was—I mean, it was so bad. It was so good because, like, he's falling off. It's just—it's literally like the dummy falling, hitting the ground, keeps falling and rolling and falling and rolling. I love it. Looks like he's fine, guys. I loved it. It reminds me of like in video games when you get ragdoll effects. Yes, and and I forget the the game. It was—it might have been like a Tony Hawk or something. Oh, okay. Where you actually, like, you would fall off and then your body would just, like, flail and contort and, like, keep rolling. Saints Row 4 did that where you have to, like, ragdoll effect to get points and bonuses. And it was, I had a blast doing that in Saints Row. Did I ever tell you my Saints Row 4 story? No. This should be good. So I I used to be a manager at GameStop. Well, it's shift manager, not a store manager. But, and uh, this... This little kid came in. He had to have been, I don't know, seven or eight. Um, little black kid with his uh, grandfather. And his grandfather was probably 150. Okay. And <laughs> they come in and his grandfather wanted to buy him something, bought him a game. So he hands him Saints Row. The, I think it was a third. Maybe it was the, whichever one had the dildo sword. Oh, God. I think they both did. But 
Yes. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so I'm listening to this kid, and his, fa- his grandfather's like, well, is this appropriate for you? And, and talking all this stuff, and his, this kid doesn't miss a beat and convinces his grandfather that it's a kung fu game about Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm then left with the decision, do I tell this man what he's about to buy his grandson? Hey, unless he asks you, it ain't none of your business. <laughs> or Yeah, or do I let it go and respect the game of this kid? Oh, I man. respected the game of the kid, and I let him. You buy have it. to kind of, at that point. You kind of have to. Oh, that's awesome! That is great. Um, okay, uh, I think that is all of my notes. You guys have anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, oh, let's talk but, about how he needs the president alive, and yet they all take shots at the president like full. Oh, on. afterwards, yeah. Once, yeah. once, once he sees Cap is there, it's like no holds bar. Kill them all. Doesn't matter. And then can we also talk about how the president knows Sharon just right away? Like, you know, you can't tell me they had talked in that ten seconds that he was in prison. Well, was in he prison. gave her a nod, or she gave him a nod, uh, and like because because they were on lower levels, no. and uh-huh. she like does like a head shake or a nod to him or something. So yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And but yeah, they they had enough time to uh, establish a, a full uh, a conversation mentally yeah. right there. Unless Maybe? this is the. Uh, Sharon, that's actually a um, agent of Shield. Well, well, I mean, Shield wasn't around just yet, but <laughs> possibly. Sure. I had uh, well, one I I really liked right at the beginning of the movie. We got credits for Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Yes, yes. Which, being nineteen ninety, I thought was huge. Yeah, they also there was a Senator Kirby in the. Uh, Yes. In the room, which they called that out. That was kind of awesome. And then just the thought of... Uh, I don't know if you guys are doing this movie or not, but this is basically the answer to... This is Marvel's answer to Batman 89. That's going to be coming up here uh, later this year. Yeah. Yeah. So Maybe. Now, I understand things are made a little bit in a vacuum, and this isn't like them directly like stabbing back, but in terms of how we see it as fans... You get Tim Burton's Batman, which has its flaws, but is a classic movie and st- stands out to this day. And they're like, hey, let's put out this Captain America movie where the Red Skull is Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny enough, the, this movie was kind of in production, I guess you could say hell, since the 79 one. Uh, there, was, there was a script going around around 81. Uh, and then they just kind of kept passing hands and getting changed out until about like 88, 89 when this started filming. Um, so it wasn't that like there was some influence from from Batman 89, uh, mainly the costume, because they wanted um, the, the same company that made the costume for uh, Batman made this costume. Uh, it was a heavy rubber and it was heavily padded and did not breathe. Filming took place in the <laughs> Film took place in the summer in Yugoslavia with temperatures as high as 105 degrees Fahrenheit, 40.5 degrees Celsius, and Salinger came very close to heat exhaustion because of it all. That explains why he's in the suit twice. Yeah, (laughs) which is ironic because apparently the first go, the first pass of the suit, was actually cloth closer to um, Chris Evans' costume in First Avenger. So why they went with the rubber and not... The cloth may have to do with Batman 89. 
I think Clock would have been smarter. Batman's got a rubber suit. We need a rubber suit. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I thought the suit looks fine. The suit looked I mean, good. I wouldn't for, want it in today's Captain America movie. But... At least he didn't have a motorcycle helmet on. Yes. Uh, the one problem I had with it is right when he is getting ready to be dropped off into the encampment in the World War II scene, he's st- sitting there looking at the general, and part of the mask between his eyes is, like, out. Over his eye. And you you can see, like, ha- he's seeing, like, half his vision. And I'm like, that kind of sucks, my dude. But, yeah. no, but, like, Don't worry, that- get you covered. I also, I also like that his shield this time around was actually steel. Like, you... You saw it. I think actually what does uh, the trivia say? There was three different um, three di- three different props for it. Uh, no, that's a shield. That's a throwing. Yep, I should have copied this and thought. Basically, when it was him carrying it, it was actually made of like some steel components. When he threw it, it was more plastic, obviously. Um, and then there was another component for when it was when it was a hatch just, that he pulled off the thing and used as a shield well that is different that was actual hatch <laughs> when they did the claymation throwing of it maybe i don't know they had i i can't find it it's it's buried within the, between these 63 trivia things See, oh also apparently great. stan lee was supposed to be in the movie he actually did film a uh, a cameo in this he was going to be in the syndicate meeting scene but then the his part got cut from the film, so that doesn't happen. Well, didn't happen. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't happen after like ninety six or something. But this would have been his second cameo because uh, the Incredible Hulk, the trial. I think. Yeah, was that was one. his first cameo, which we found oh, out, yeah. which is kind of fun. Yeah, because um, he always used to refer to Mallrats as his first, like the movie he did. Which I don't okay. know if that means... Because that's the first one where he has lines and he actually like has a scene. He has a lot so of maybe, lines, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably why he refers to it that way, but... But no, no, we, the Hulk. Yeah, we watched the trial of Incredible Hulk and he is in the... Uh, he's a juror. He's a juror. It was fun. He didn't say anything, but he's there. It's phenomenal. Um, okay. Well, I think that is everything on that. So bingo time. Go for the bingo. All right. Well, we have dead parents. Of course. Because, I mean, obviously his mom didn't make it. Um, we have... Well, I see. You guys, I, would, I'd caught, I would count Red Skull's parents being killed off. Well, that and uh, what about Bernie? Oh, I guess Bernie's parents didn't die, did they? Or not Bernie's No, but Sharon's parents. parents. Sharon's mom died. Sh- yeah, Sharon. Because Bernie yeah. died. No. All right. Um, we had um, a lot of comic book logic and unexplainable science, of course. Okay. Uh, we had an identity revealed to an enemy, which is how they found him in uh, yep, Holly okay. Bernie. Uh, okay. Identity revealed to a friend, which I would consider um, the president his friend. Became his friend, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have a betrayal by a friend, which would be the um, at the beginning when the um, so-called, uh, you know, the lieutenant or whatever lets the uh, uh, the German guy in. Yeah. Cause he's but also that same... That same lieutenant is the general later on. Later on, yeah. Cheat, you mm-hmm. know, so. And then uh, that's that's all I had because I didn't uh, pick up any product placement or uh, anything like that, but we did get a bingo. Well, the um, I'm pretty sure the uh, oh, car, Volkswagen. Oh, the Volkswagen, yeah. Yeah, so that's, so, yeah. that's product, yeah. Placement. product placement. And the recorder. Yep. Yeah, yeah both of them. So. Yeah. But yeah, so bingo on there. Uh, I've got a kill count of 16. 
Uh, I'm counting the fam. I think there was like ten people that got killed off there in the beginning with the family. Uh, <laughs> a little off on that one. Um, I'm trying to think. Whatever. The, there's a guy that Cap obviously shoves into the um, electric whatever generator. The doctor. There's a guy he throws down a ventilation shaft. Um, the Red Skull. Oh, uh, Sam gets killed. He actually does die, which. I had, that was one of those, like, do I mark it? Uh, he's maybe breathing. I don't know. But they actually say he does die. Uh, and then uh, the president, John Walkering, that one guy. So, yeah. <laughs> 16 there. Um, alrighty. So that brings us to our score. Chris, we're going to start with you. What do you give this? What do you do out of 10? Out of 10. Yeah. Probably like a 7. I, it's fun. It's goofy. Like, you could watch it and have a good time. It's not like the other ones where it's tough to get through. Like, you can at least make fun of it a little bit. Yes. And understand that it's the 90s. And I, at some point, I could see myself watching it again as a goof. <laughs> just one of those, like, you could put it on the background. Just, yeah. And, like, do mundane things on, on your laptop. Like, I could yeah. I could definitely put this on the background as I'm, like, editing a podcast. See, I like to put on good movies when I do stuff like that. But well, so, see, that, no, that's a problem. You put on a good movie, you're going to pay attention more to the movie than what you're trying to do. No, I mean, yeah, I get sucked I've in. a hundred times. Like, I don't have to pay attention I, to know what's going on. I, yeah. no, so, as, as the uh, Cap fan, if we're going to stick with Captain America here, if, if I turn on Winter Soldier... Like so, my TV's right next to me right now. If I was to turn on Winter Soldier right now, you would just be seeing this. <laughs> I would just be sucked into exactly. it. Exactly. Like uh, it doesn't matter how many times I've seen the movie. I could put on a Star Wars movie. I've seen every single Star Wars almost a hundred times. I'm still gonna pay attention to the Star Wars than what I'm doing. It's yeah. just it's just what it is. All right, Ron, what you got? Uh, I gave it a four point five, which okay. I think I was being generous because I thought the movie was kind of garbage. Um, <laughs> But, but it, look, it okay, but the last couple captains, though, like, I don't think any of us got over a two. Um, well, our totals for the last two Captain America movies were, um... So, yeah, yeah, so Captain America 2, I was the highest with 1.34, and then the first Captain America, oh, well, first Captain America, Chris gave it a three, you a 2.5, and me a two, so... Yeah, so 2.5, and then the Captain America 2 was a 1.01, so I mean... It's still our lowest, so... yeah. But I mean, you know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, and there, like Chris was saying, there is enough to make fun of to where it makes it a little bit worth watching sometimes. Yes. Like, w- would I ever want to be like, oh, I'm watching this movie again because it was great? No. Would I be like, I watched this shitty ass movie? You're gonna watch it too? I might pay attention to it while I'm scrolling through TikTok. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That is fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I myself, I'm giving this a five. It is. It, I had a lot of fun with it being my first time watching it. I, uh, it, I, it was a blast. Like, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. And being better than the last two Captain Americas was definitely a positive. Um, so with that being said, 5.5 is our total. And it ties with, ironically, we were just talking about the Trial of the Incredible Hulk. It ties at number 17 with Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Um, just below that is the Amazing Spider-Man from '77, and then the Death of the Incredible Hulk. So, yeah, yeah no, it's fits. not. It's not. A, it's right there in the middle. I think that's a fairly good spot for it, honestly. Yeah, and once you get into like the more mod, once you 
I think once you hit like Raimi Spider Man is when you're gonna start seeing the eights and oh. nines flow. Oh yeah, like it, you know, we're we're coming very dangerously close to the seven, eight, nine, close to ten, like range of movies. So, yeah. and that's not just even that. I mean, that's just gonna be comic movies in general. But no, this was this was a good one. I, I really liked it. I think it's I think it's placed really well. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. That being said, I think that is everything there. Uh, Chris, thanks for coming on, man. This was uh, this was awesome. Thank you. I always enjoy coming on and talking to you guys. We always enjoy having you. So let everybody know where they can find you on the internet. Uh, at Fortress Chris is the Twitter handle. Uh, I do the weekly show, Fortress Comic News. We're always doing interviews. Uh, when this comes out, I think the most recent interview is going to be Rachel Pollock. Which is the co-creator of the greatest comic book villain of all time, <laughs> Codpiece. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, you all should check that out. And if you want to uh, stick with the Captain America theme by this time, too, we are interviewing Jackson Lanzig and Colin Kelly, who are doing the new Captain America comic um, oh, cool. coming out, I believe, the month this is releasing. And yeah. uh, so we do a lot of good creator interviews there. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, less regular, but hopefully getting regular again because of my life change. Uh, also the Bat Friends podcast. We're currently on Batman Beyond mm -hmm. and uh, having a lot of fun with that. And there's, these haven't actually, by the time this comes out, it's released. We're even discussing subverting Batman for a minute and going uh -oh. to a different show because, uh, Joe apparently has a very strong love interest with, uh, Street Sharks. No, <laughs> and I feel like we have to take this journey alongside Joe. Oh Jesus! Okay, are you gonna throw in some uh, bikerettes from Mars too? I mean, <laughs> I so you can kind of hear it in the episode. It'll release later, so when this comes out, it'll have been out already. But God, you can hear George's voice. You none of you saw his face when he was talking it. And it was, he lit up like a, a Christmas tree with so much joy and passion that I feel like I have to go on this journey with him. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yes, yeah, so we do that show as well. And uh, you can find all those on whatever podcatcher you use. Also YouTube and uh, FortressComicNews.com. Very nice. I, I know you guys haven't put out Bat Friends in a while, but I still enjoy it when you do it. I, I love listening to you guys. It's great. I promise you all, it's going to go back to being more regular. Look, it is my it is my look, life, fault one hundred percent. Life happens, man. Like yeah. life happens. Um, we were we had a we had to push back recording because yeah. he got sick. So like it happens. It just do what you can. Yeah. Um, you guys can find uh, find us on Twitter at Comic Book Rundown. Nope, Comic Rundown on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown. And if you want to email us, you can email us at Comic Book Rundown at gmail .com. Our song was done by Cam from uh, Wreck My Podcast and One Half of the Sex Turtles. We've got merch over on Redbubble and TeePublic. And if you want to rate and review us, you can do so on whatever podcatcher of choice or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how ratings would work. No one ever rates us anymore. <laughs> um, but if you do rate us, send us a DM. We'll read it on an upcoming episode of uh, Somewhere on the line. Yeah. Um, our, our next movie we are doing... Is oh, there's my list. Sorry, um, the return of Swamp Thing. 
So it's 1989. Not Conan the Barbarian. Damn it. No, I, look, I got to get, get a hold of of Chuck and Tim at some point. You know, when they Ooh, that so me. I got to send them that, that thing you, uh, you sent me. <laughs> hey, which reminds me, they were so close, we should have just abducted them and you know, made I, them watch it. You know what? Next time. Next time they go to their con <laughs> in Chicago, I guess. Next time, gadget. Next time. Um, but yeah, that is that's it for this. So, Chris, again, thank you. And thank you, guys. We'll see you later. I'm